I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we're talking all about the power of quizzes and human connection with special guest, Interact Quiz Platform co-founder and CEO, Josh Hainan. Now, the cool part about this is we dig into Josh's background about how he started Interact from college and why he believes in entrepreneurship and talking about how really sometimes you don't really need to have a plan B. So you're going to be motivated from the beginning, but then we dig into what makes quizzes so appealing, why quizzes are the best type of opt-in, and steps to get started to create your own quiz, and better yet, if you have a quiz, how to market and scale it. So this is an episode where you're going to want to take a ton of notes. Josh is the co-founder and CEO of Interact, a bootstrapped company with 2.7 million in annual revenues. And he started the company in college and has built it up with an incredible team to become the leader in the quiz marketing platform today. It is such an honor to have Josh on the podcast. And I really think you're going to learn so much about listening to your customer and building quizzes. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. I, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. So I'm really excited to dig into your background a little bit. I know our goal today is to talk about the power of quizzes and human connections, but your story started when you actually started Interact, um, the quiz platform out of college. And secretly, I have been binging the Uber documentary and we just started watching the dropout. So I'm like sort of in this like startup uh, world right now. And so I'm so curious, like, how did you know that you wanted to start this business, um, especially in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I haven't crossed paths particularly with those two, but I've crossed <laughs> paths with quite a number of other, you know, celebrity status founders that you would think of. Um, and it's really just a fascinating world because sometimes yeah. when you you get exposure to them, especially when they're early, they do have these larger than life personalities. And it's almost, I wouldn't say comical, but I would say like, it's, it's startling when you see somebody that, you know, has a team of two people and they're like this flamboyant over the top person. And then, you know, five years later, they're worth billions of dollars and you're like, Whoa, that's crazy. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I've been in the game for a really long time. Uh, started in the tech world in 2010-ish down in LA. 
uh, when I was in college and went to UCLA. That's where my co-founders and I met. Um, I had been an entrepreneur before that. I started my first company at 15, age 15. Um, I grew up in a pretty hard hit area, especially because that was 2008. So the big financial crisis downturn, whatnot. Um, and I, uh, had to make money. I like had to support myself starting at, at 15. So mm-hmm. uh, I had to figure out how to make money. And the only way to do that was to work for myself and basically figure out ways of undercutting the market or finding holes in the market where I could earn money. And that was all non-technical stuff. Cause I grew up in the central Valley of California, which is pretty non-technical. It's agriculture, dairy, that kind of stuff. Um, so going into college, I had that background and then I got exposed to tech. And I think what really stood out to me about technology is you don't have to trade time for money in the same way. Mm-hmm. My previous businesses were very much like you can optimize by hiring people at a lower rate or you know, doing more jobs or whatever. But it was always this very uh, simple calculation of time for money. And then I got exposed to tech and I'm like, oh, this, you don't have to trade time for money if you build these tools. Um, and I think the interesting part about building technology is that you do still have to trade time because it takes a long time to build a piece of technology. And so that was one of our early mistakes was thinking that we could just start making money off of Interact, <laughs> our platform. And it really took a solid four years to, to make significant money. So we, we struggled super hard financially for four years, which I would not do that again. Um, but uh, yeah, that was, that was really it. I, like, I had the entrepreneurial background and then I just realized there was this huge world that I didn't even know about. And then from there, I was just like, well, this is, this is what I'm going to do because this is fascinating. It is very fascinating. I think in the more that you're exposed to it, the more you sort of like start to peel back um, the different levels. But before we get into quizzes, because I, I, I think your story is just really interesting. How did you know, or I, one of the things that you shared before this was that building a company is not for everyone. So like being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. So how did you know that like, okay, I'm ready to take this on. And like, there's really no plan B. Yeah, that's a good question. I think that the, my unique life experience probably makes that a necessity, not anymore, but at the beginning it was a necessity, right? Like I, you know, grew up on food stamps. And so like, we, we literally didn't have food unless Mm. I made my own money by the time I was in high school. Um, so I I just had to figure it out. (laughs) And, you know, that background, I think, gives you this basis where it's like, well, I've already been at the very bottom. So if this all goes terribly and falls (laughs) apart, I'll just go back to the bottom. It's fine. Like I can figure it out again. Um, And I think that's, that's something that, you know, now looking back, it's like, I could go back and, and start from the bottom again. It would be extremely difficult having built what we built now and you know the momentum that we have now mm-hmm. and being able to live the lifestyle that, that I live. Um, but yeah, I think it just makes it a lot easier to make those decisions when you've already experienced the, 
the worst outcome and realize you're okay. And I think that's actually super important in business, even as it grows, like, cause there's constantly things that can uproot everything you've built and it can just disappear. Um, and so it's important to, to realize that like, you'll, you'll be okay if that does happen. And that gives you a lot of freedom to make those choices. Yeah. That's such good advice. Um, okay. So let's pivot a little bit into quizzes. How did you know that building a platform to create a quiz, which PSR quizzes was built on interact, which I did myself. Um, how did you know it was the right idea? We had relevant experience. So in college, like I said, I met my co-founders. We all had some sort of entrepreneurial background. We came together and started building websites for people. And this was before really any big platforms existed. I think Wix was like a couple of years old, but it was pretty crude at the time. I don't even know if Squarespace was on the scene yet. Um, so really early days, like if you wanted a website, you had to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started doing that. And really the one metric that everyone cared about was their list size because that was directly tied to making more money. Like they knew that if they sent out newsletters and people were on their list, they would make more money. So that's what they wanted. And we would build these different opt-in forms, you know, subscribe to a newsletter or pop-ups or whatever. And usually converted traffic at like 2%, like pretty standard industry averages. Like if you get a hundred visitors, you know, two might subscribe to your newsletter. Not terrible. But then we built a quiz for one of those clients and that thing converted at 40%. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, yeah, like that's different. And there was no platform for making quizzes that could just be simple lead generation, list building quizzes. And so we were like, cool, we'll just build that. And we know that this is converting, I mean, 40 divided by two, it's uh whatever that is, yeah, 20 times, 20 times higher. Um, like that's just absolutely crazy. And that's still the average conversion Mm -hmm. rate. We just did a, uh, portfolio check. And now, you know, I think we've generated 80 million leads. Um, and the average conversion rate is still 40%, which is nuts. So yeah, that's how we knew. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, why do you think quizzes have a conversion rate? That's so high. What makes it so appealing? I think there's really, there's a couple of reasons. One is it's different and it's fun and it's about the quiz taker. And I think if you look at the whole whole portfolio of marketing options, especially opt-ins, right? Like things for building your list. What do you got? You know, you got challenges, you've got ebook downloads, you've got, you know, content, you've got guides, courses, all that kind of stuff. All of that is you speaking to your customer, all of it. And all marketing is you speaking to your customer. The quiz is the only thing that flips the script and it's your customer speaking to you. And if you think about how powerful it is to have somebody ask you questions, you know, it, it really gets you thinking, it gets you wondering like what it is that you actually do want and which problems you are trying to solve, which you know, once you get somebody in that mind state, then they're now thinking about how they can solve their problems. And if you offer a relevant solution, then it's a no brainer to be like, yeah, of course I would love for you to send me some stuff based on my answers to help me. And so it becomes just more consultative and collaborative. It's basically like being able to replicate 
uh, 15-minute consult a thousand times a day if you want using a quiz is not going to get you the same results as the 15-minute consult. It might be you know, 50%, 60% as effective. Mm-hmm. But again, going back to the time time thing, like you can only take so many calls in a day to right. do consultations. <laughs> but your quiz can work for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's what we see. I mean, we run quizzes on our blog and you know, we get leads coming in over the weekend and all through the night and during mm-hmm. the day. And you know, it's, it's at a volume that we just couldn't sustain if it was our team trying to do it. So yeah, I think that's really why it just gives your customers an opportunity to talk. Yeah. I love that. And I, one of the things that we really looked at when designing our quiz was how we could use the data to help predict like some of our customers behavior or what their preferences are. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the data is like crazy powerful, right? So you can look at all the answers to the questions and how many people choose each option on your quiz. You can look at the outcomes and which percentage of people get each of your outcomes. You can see what percentage of people are opting in based on which outcome they got. So you might find you might find your ideal customer profile using your quiz because you realize everybody is in one of the buckets that you set up. So yeah, I mean, there's just so much data. It's literally the same thing as running a survey, except when you run a survey, you've got to try to incentivize people to answer your survey because it's clearly, you know, for you and you're getting that information. Whereas a quiz is so much more collaborative and mutually beneficial because you're also giving them information. So it's a trade rather than just a one-way transaction and you get all the same data and people are giving it to you actively, which in today's world, that's more valuable than ever because, you know, there's a lot less options for tracking and getting that data on people uh, unless they are actually actively saying, Hey, take my data, give me a personalized experience. Yeah. And I think the cool part too, is because they are taking the quiz, they're getting something customized back right? So you can customize your answers based on what they're creating through the process. Yeah, totally. And I mean, that's, that's also extremely powerful, right? Like you compare again to other opt-in methods. Like if you have an ebook, it might only be relevant to 40% of your audience. The other 60% is like, cool, like this doesn't really answer my question. You got a quiz, you can have four or five, six different outcomes. So now, you know, one outcome might apply to 40% and the next one is 20% and then 10, 10, 10. Now you're covering the majority of the potential use cases and you can filter them towards resources and offerings that you have that help each of those personas. And that's just like crazy powerful. You're just increasing the amount of people that you can be of service to rather than having to guess and be like, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to try. And then you only get one shot at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's been super helpful for us as well. Um, any top tips for creating a quiz? Like where do you start if you're like, okay, I'm in like the conversion rate is off the charts. It's going to give me all this data. Like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, the, the best place to start is just think about who your customers are, right? So let's say you work with uh, your coach for creative entrepreneurs or you work with photographers. You would literally just say, what type of customer are you? And you know, in that customer blank, put creative entrepreneur, put photographer. What type of photographer are you, right? Everybody wants to know that. Like, Even if you have an idea of, oh, this is my style, I like these types of photos, whatever, 
somebody asking you questions and then spitting back to you as an expert of like, no, we think you're actually this style. That's also just really great like self-development because now that photographer that you is your customer is getting to learn about themselves. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the entire concept and almost our entire portfolio of customers, which we just crossed like 7,500. They're mostly exactly that quiz. <laughs> so you do that. And then what you do is you think about, you know, who are the types of customers that I serve? If you work with creative entrepreneurs, there's very different forms of creativity. Like one person might love to write. The other person might love to network. The other person might love to do social media. Those are distinct profiles. And you want to come up with four to five of those profiles. And those are going to be the outcomes of your quiz. Then from there, you just literally imagine sitting down with a new client and trying to put them into one of those profiles. Imagine what you would need to ask them ask the questions on the quiz the way that you would ask it in real life. And you can employ a friend to help you with this, like sit them down, act like they're a customer or even better, like do it with a customer and write down exactly how you say it in real life. Because that's the thing about quizzes. They're so conversational. You want to emulate that on your quiz. You want it to be a real conversation. So you ask those questions, you got your profiles, And then you connect up the email capture, which happens at the end of the quiz when somebody's really engaged and ready to learn more. Connect that directly to your email marketing program. We integrate directly with everybody. Uh, You can segment those leads based on which outcome they get and you're ready to go. Ideally, what you want to do is launch that thing quickly, like within a day or two, see what the results are, and then you can tweak it. And there's all sorts of customizations you can do later on as gets super advanced. But once you're seeing the the leads flow through and you're seeing like, wow, this is double, triple, quadruple the amount of leads I was getting before, then you can go in and, and do the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's such good advice too. I think to start from the end, I know for us, that was probably the best advice we got in terms of building a quiz so that you're not trying to like navigate where you think they're going to go. It's easier to start with what you want the outcomes to be. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can't, it's like trying to build a road when you don't right. know where it's going. It's like, well, cool. We'll just go into the forest, I guess. And it's like, oh shoot, we're going in the wrong direction. So yeah, you gotta know, know where your destinations are. And then it's super easy to construct the questions from there. Yeah. I know one of the pillars that you talk about a lot is the importance of listening to your customers, which I think you hinted on a little bit with the results. Can you talk about how a quiz really sort of, I think 10 X is this because you're getting so much feedback. Yeah. I mean, listening to your customers is really the only way I think to grow a business. Like if you don't know what people need, then can't give it to them. So yeah, I mean, listening, I think it comes into the, the question writing. So when you're asking the questions on your quiz, you really want to think about, you know, what is it that my customer is considering when they are trying to find the solution that I can offer? And instead of just jumping to your solutions, go through the steps with them, slow it down because you've been running your business for so long, you might be able to look at their situation and say, oh, this is what you need. But there's really probably like 10 things you're thinking about that get you to that solution. Like right off the bat, you're just like, boom, 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 boom. That's all happening in your head. You don't even realize it. 
And so what you want to do is slow it down and take each of those steps that you are doing in your head to figure out what Mm -hmm. they need and turn that into a question. So, you know, you might see, oh, you know, you have a great, great business, but they're just not creating enough blog posts. You're a really good writer. So instead of just saying you should write more blog posts, say, what's the favorite form of marketing for you? What type of marketing do you like doing the best? Social Mm -hmm. media, blogging, networking. And of course, they'll pick the blogging. If you can see that they're a really good writer, that's probably because they really enjoy it. But you want to slow it down. Instead of jumping to the conclusion, go through the steps with them and turn each step into a question and help them see what it is that they need to do. Because they already know you're just trying to uncover that for them. Yeah. I think that's super, super helpful. Um, I know Interact is one of the leading quiz uh, platforms. Do you guys have any resources if somebody wants to learn more about creating a quiz, like where to start? Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, There's a link on our site to go take our quiz. I think it's info.trianorex/quizcourse. It's written by the team over at Shanti Zach, who's our chief evangelist and the best quiz writer in the world. Honestly, she writes quizzes for like all the big names that you would see. Um, so she created that course for us. It's condensed down a lot. So not super intensive at this point. Like that's something we've worked really hard on is taking Mm -hmm. out all the advanced bits, at least to start with. Um, so yeah, that would be my top recommendation. It's got like everything just broken down in terms of all the semantics of setting up the quiz, the creative, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's the very best resource. Yeah. I love that. I think I actually took that course. I don't know what it's called or it was, this was maybe a year or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. but it was super helpful because it was like step-by-step, step, like do this and then do this. And then once I had the quiz up and running, I was able to go back and be like, Oh, now I'm going to like make this more customized or then I'm going to change this list or something like that. Um, so that was super helpful from a personal perspective um, as well. Any other tips or tricks around quiz creation that you think might be valuable? I think the other one is just knowing where to promote it and where to put it. So yeah. we would definitely highly recommend having it show up front and center on your site or as a pop-up on your blog or a banner across the top. Um, you know, I think sometimes people assume that because you know it's a quiz like as soon as they build it it just automatically gets leads but like just like any other opt-in you got to put it in front of people um it converts higher but only if people take the quiz so yeah i would say front and center on the site and then we actually have a community that's available to all of our paying members and uh, within that community we drop uh social sharing templates every friday so uh, get in a regular cadence of sharing your quiz organically of course, ads are great. And we have a Facebook ads expert in our community as well. And she will help you with your process for that. Um, so that's another good one. So those would be the three big ones, like front and center on the site, organically on social, and then social ads. Yeah, I will say um, we ran a split test on all of our sort of lead magnets and the quiz outperformed everyone like probably five times. Um just because I think people like it. Like people are just curious, like, Oh, this is like a, I can't remember what those like Mad Libs were in like sixth grade where it's like, check yes or no. Um, 
I think people really enjoyed it. So that's really, really good advice. Um, and I think you guys have really great resources as well. Um, anything else around quizzes? I feel like I could just like geek out over all the technical questions, but I don't want to bore the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think one other important aspect that comes to mind is the follow-ups. Um, so you can get extremely advanced with the follow-ups. You can tag people based on their outcomes and how they mm-hmm. answer questions. I would say that's like a trap if you're trying to do all that right at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that like a follow-up that's automated that references which quiz outcome people got is a really good idea. You can just say, you know, thanks for taking our quiz. You know, you got this result. Here's our resources for you. Really kind of similar to what you'd show them on the quiz page, but it's just a super warm transition over to email and just be like, hey, I'm going to be showing up in your inbox now. Just want to introduce myself, that kind of stuff. I think that's a really uh, important aspect to it because otherwise people might opt in and then forget and then you send Mm -hmm. out your newsletter and they're like, what the heck is this? So... I would say that's a big one, but you can get really advanced with those sequences. And some of our customers, once they've built out full funnels, you know, they have sequences that are long and really full-fledged and provide a lot more info and data. And it's kind of just fascinating how much people remember those quizzes because mm-hmm. you can send an email referencing their quiz result six weeks from now and they'll open it and be like, yeah, I wanted to learn more about this. It's it's crazy like how sticky it is. So that's, that's another big one is like, take advantage of the fact that quizzes do have that memory power. Like they're so memorable. Uh, you can just keep on referencing their result for a really long time. Yeah. I think that's a really great point too. Our, um, on our email open rate for the, the quiz is like 60% on average. Um, it's so much higher than some of our other lead magnets. So if you're considering a quiz and I haven't convinced you, hopefully Josh has, um, before we wrap up, we like to get to know our guests a little bit. So my first question for you is what is your current morning routine? Well, that's a good question. Um, so it's interesting because I think a lot of people, when they, uh, get into a groove of like working and you know it gets to be a lot they end up staying up later and later yeah um i'm the opposite i wake up earlier and earlier Me too. Um, so <laughs> i'm usually up like i don't know somewhere 5 30 to 6 30 in the morning um and then i meditate i do my morning routine uh which is like journaling and usually some reading um and then i'll jump into doing some focus work for a couple hours so oftentimes that's writing or doing some sort of collaboration with other folks um before you know a lot of people are online so asynchronous collaboration like my part um and that lasts until about eight nine a.m then i usually go on a walk and jump into my meetings for the day I love that. Um, what's one resource that has helped you the most in your journey so far? Mm, That's a good question. I would say my business coach, um, I've met with him for seven years now, uh, every week. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, he was really early at interact. We've been around for almost eight, eight and a half, nine years. So he was early in the life cycle of the company. And every week we just kind of chat through whatever's on the mind or Mm -hmm. if there's nothing urgent, just kind of you know, chatting and, and reconnecting. And that's just been a game changer. Yeah. Good advice. Um, just for fun. What's the last thing you purchased on Amazon? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> These are like my favorite. Cause yeah, I learned yeah, so yeah. much. Okay. This is funny. Vitamins by accident because I forgot to change the like subscribe and save yeah. and like 
we just like stocked up on vitamins for the year. And so I just like got this box yesterday of vitamins. I'm like, oh, geez, I forgot <laughs> to cancel this. So <laughs> that, thankfully Amazon thing. has good customer service. You can send yeah, it back. Yeah, they make it easy. So that was convenient. So awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story and a little behind the scenes and just, I think the power of quizzes and how it can relate, um, so much to your customers and future customers. Uh, I'd love for you to share where everyone can learn more about interact and what you guys have going on. And if they want to start a quiz, where to go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so I would say first thing is the website, tryinteract.com. If you start a trial with us, we have a kind of unique experience, which is as soon as you start that trial, someone from our team will reach out to set up a strategy call with you and just kind of talk through the steps the same way that we did on this podcast of like, here's your idea, here's the questions, here's the results, um, lay it out for you to make it really simple. So I would say that's the, the best one if you're ready to go right now. If you're just kind of exploring and wanting to learn, again, that course, there's a link on the website, um, or we could probably put the link in the show notes yeah. too for that course. Um, those would be the two resources to get started with. Awesome. Thank you so much, Josh. This was so insightful. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It's just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. 
if I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.